0: Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward podcast. Matthew chapter 2 and verse 9. When they had heard the king, King Herod, they departed and lo or behold the star Which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And for my text, but if we walk in the light, 1 John chapter 1 and verse 7, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. Let us pray, brother Junor, brother Junor, would you, sir, ask the Lord's? Amen. 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 God, let me be obedient to his word. That's really what we're, t- we're preaching on in a, in, a, in a type today. So if you want to find out who loves you more, you ever wonder who loves you more? I've got a way to find out. Who loves you more? Your wife or your dog? And this is a good test. Anybody can do this. All you need is a car, a wife, and a dog. Not a van or an SUV. Need a car. I'm about to tell you how to do this. So, you get your wife and your dog, and you put them in the trunk of your car. Give them enough food and water, okay? And you shut the trunk of your car and leave them in darkness for about one hour. Okay, just make it an hour just so you can time it. When you open the trunk back up, now here's the test: who is happy to see you? And one would be happy to serve you some papers. (laughs) But I'd like to preach on the thought of a message. Using the text. Walking in the light. I'd like to preach on the thought of a message. Night vision. Night vision. If you've ever heard of night vision. Maybe night vision goggles or night vision equipment. You know, it's interesting how at least... Now, technology works a little differently, but... Basically, if you use a night vision device, you can see when it's dark out. And it's proven. I've, I was in the Marine Corps, and they had me put some night vision goggles on. And so when you use night vision, it amplifies the light that's there. And it, just, it makes it to where uh, they take this, uh, the light that's low level or infrared, and it passes through. Now, I'm not, I'm not a scientist, but I read about this. So what is an atom made up of? It's made up of, made up of photons, neurons, and the little things that spin around? Electrons, right? Neutrons, photons, neutrons, and electrons, right? And the electrons spin around the outside. Well, the photons are what hold the light. Well, if it's dark out, the, there's not that many photons. You can't see with your eyes. But so they have this device that when you, when you pass through it, it magnifies and amplifies these photons by turning them into electrons. I didn't know this. It turns them into electrons, and then it throws them against this phosphor, which is light green, and so it, it, it kind of transfers the, the light particles into dark particles, but then hurls them against a light green screen so you can kind of see things in light green. They made it that way because black and white is hard to discern in the dark. So they make it so that you can see in the dark so these night vision if you see like military movies the guys are using the light but it's being amplified by a device now night vision devices they do have limitations so if you lock your wife in a totally dark trunk right now a lot of places do have light even if we turn the lights off there's light coming through the windows there's light coming through cracks so night vision can you can use it in but if it's totally dark Night vision made by man does not work. And so today, we want to talk about a night vision. See, sometimes in our life, it seems like it gets totally dark. There is no hope. There is no direction. And you go to all of your man-made sources, and they just don't help you. But I'm thankful that God has other sources of light, We want to look at the sources of light. And I'm thankful that you see night vision works by amplifying the source of light that's there. So when the uh, men in the scriptures, they were called wise men. When they came searching for this one that was going to be born, this King Jesus, they were looking for the star of Jacob. And they were looking for a star, which is what? Now a star doesn't produce light, does it? A star reflects, like our moon. uh, The moon simply reflects the light of the sun, right? It doesn't produce it. So they were looking for this guiding post that was reflecting the light of the S-O-N, not just the S-U-N. And it was guiding them to a place they wanted to be. You know, I'm thankful, first of all, for the light of Scripture. You know, that we can walk in the night of the physical eyes not being able to see if we have the source of light from God's Word. You know that the the Word of God starts in darkness, pretty much. It said, and there was darkness on the face of the deep. After the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, you go to verse 2, what happened? Everything's dark. Well, what happened in verse 3? The Bible said, let there be light. You know, when you come to the house of God, the first thing that the preacher should really get our attention focused on is the light of God's word. We need the word of God to give us light. The Bible says, order my steps in what? In your word. God, let your word. Thy word is a lamp, right? It's a light source. Unto what? My feet. And it's a light in order to my pathway, right? God's Word is a light source. You know that when men and women need direction in their life, one thing that's neglected so often is God's night vision. We need God's Word to light our path. The Bible says that to find Jesus, what did they do? They consulted the Scriptures. Herod's men, the king's men... And he was a wicked king. He wanted to kill this, this, young, this young king. There was competition, right? It said, And thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah, art thou not the least among the princes of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. He said, hey, they said, he's supposed to be born in Bethlehem. And you know, so they sent the, the wise men. He said, go to Bethlehem. Find him. Search diligently, right? Find Jesus. And when you found him, send me a pin. Boop. Have you ever pinned something? You put a pin down. Tell me his street address so that I can come and quote unquote worship him. Now he was going to send a death squad in, right? But the Bible says that the word of God... Is like a light. You know that the gospel is like a light? The Bible calls it the glorious light of the gospel of Christ. The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. When he was born of a virgin into the world, it was to be to give deliverance from sin unto you and me. You know, sometimes we think our problem is the other person. My problem was me. When I came to the house of God and people began to pray, I began to realize there's something here that I do not understand. And it was the Spirit of God. You see, the word of God is important as a light source. Do you know that when we need night vision, another source of light is to walk in the spirit of God? When I came to the house of God and people began to pray and I began to look around, I got uncomfortable. Why? The spirit of God began to deal with my heart. You know, the spirit of God is a source of direction for our lives preacher, does it say that in the Bible? It said, they that are led of the Spirit. Those are the sons of God. When Jesus was filled with the Holy Ghost in Luke chapter 4, the Bible said the Spirit did what? The Spirit began to lead our Lord into the wilderness. You know, sometimes the Spirit will lead you into unlikely Places. I went to a church in a house and I didn't know if it was in California, if I was going to get murdered or something like that because Southern California is known for a lot of things, right? But I went there and they began to, to worship God. I sensed there's something here that I don't understand. But you see, it was the Spirit of God. Have you ever sensed that? Where the Spirit of God is there, He begins to deal with your heart because it's a light source. He's not dealing with your heart to hurt your feelings. He's dealing with your heart to give you direction. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. You know, that own understanding, sometimes people call it God, but it's not his night vision. It's their imagination. We need to cast down imaginations. Have you ever thought about something, but you you said you were praying, but you were really just thinking? Mm -hmm. I've done that. You go back and I even do the prayers that walk back and forth, but I'm not praying. I'm not being led of the Spirit. I'm just thinking about something. I have talked a problem to death, thought a problem to death, and has it ever made the problem bigger? Yes! it's made me stress out more what if the bill's this big and what if this bill comes and what if this bill, what are you doing, I'm not praying I've got these imaginations I'm making the darkness bigger but what we need to do is lean not unto our own understanding but in all our ways acknowledge you, the spirit of God, and the Bible said he'll begin to direct our pathway, now walking in the night, we need the light of God because the natural light sources brethren, the real reason you need night vision is your natural source isn't there, right? It's totally dark. You'll be banging on things and kicking things. Have you ever done that? I've done that in my own house at night because I've got a chair. Now, when you get older, you get up in the middle of the night to make a trip to another room besides the bedroom, the kitchen. Nope. Another room, the room where you take a bath, But it's not to take a bath. It's for some other purpose. So, preacher, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're young. (laughs) I've got season tickets. When you get older, you might even go more than once to this special room. So I have a chair set in my room. I know where the chair is. So you can avoid it, right? i will reach for it, right? But my daughter has a trampoline in her room say, preacher, but you said you go to the bathroom, not your daughter's room. No, no, no. But when we have guests over, sometimes we take the trampoline out of my daughter's room and put it into our room. That's not a problem until you have to go make a visit in the dark. And you find the trampoline with your foot. Let me tell you, flesh and bone is not as hard as metal. Ask me how I know, Okay. My wife, I think, got both of her outside toes by finding that, you know, I don't know if it was in the daylight or the dark, but brethren, we need night vision. And let me tell you, I I wore some night vision goggles. (laughs) So it's interesting, though. Herod sent them to Bethlehem. We need need the word of God, but you need more. No, I just need, you need more, because Jesus wasn't in Bethlehem. I'm going to tell you something. (gasps) He wasn't in Bethlehem? No, he was born in Bethlehem, but this was two years later. Really? Yes. Because the Bible said that when they followed the star, it came to where Jesus was. And it shone down. It must have been like a spotlight on Jesus. And it said when they were come into the, not stable, not manger, but the house. Did you ever catch that? And they saw not the baby, but the young child. It had been up to two years since Jesus was born. Why? Because when Herod later saw that his instructions weren't followed, they didn't go to Bethlehem. You know what he did? He ordered the assassination of kids from what? Two years and under. You see, but the wise men, they, they heard what the king said. You know, the kings can say whatever they want. And you know that they, 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 they'll say things. Sometimes the government will say things. And sometimes people will say things. But let me listen to what God says. You know, that I know we're coming up in a political season. There's going to be all kinds of things said. But what does God say? And you see, these wise men, they were told to go to Bethlehem. But after they were told to go to Bethlehem, the Bible said they saw the star. And they rejoiced exceedingly. Why? They were following that night vision of God's direction, not man's direction. You know, sometimes man will tell you to do something. God will tell you to do something completely different. And they went to a place called Nazareth. That's where Jesus was, and that's exactly where Joseph returned to. And uh, after he fled to Egypt. So anyway, I'm not trying to get on all of your you know Christmas. You can still have any kind of Christmas shepherds and wise men and different things it doesn't say there were three there might have been a hundred i don't know but they were looking for jesus so i wore night vision goggles in the marines back in the 90s and i thought man like the movies right and it was like green and stuff and i was in front i was doing point which means i was the first guy and i fell in a ditch (laughs) i was the only guy with night vision on said preacher but you were the only guy that could see How did you fall in a ditch? Did you ever wear night vision? Because there's no depth perception when you have night vision on. Brethren, have you ever heard this? This walking by faith thing is not easy. You know, that's why you hear Christians and you'll say, brother, do this. Sister, do this. And they'll be like, um, let me... Pray about that, bro. Because when you're a Christian, you kind of have to... I know that it seems crazy. The world mocks you. But I don't just do what everybody else does. I'm not going to do what everybody else does. Because I've got to listen to what God says. And God might say, no, you do this. Because circumspectly, we've got to walk around the trampoline that's in our room. Because otherwise you'll kick it. And otherwise you'll bump into it. And it hurts to bump into things in the dark. But when you get saved, God says, hey... Let me tell you, why don't you go around this way a little bit, do it my way. And it might not be the popular way, but when you're led by the spirit, brother, sister, it's the right way. Years ago, I was told uh, (laughs) that I had to pass out balloons and I was in the military looking for kids. (laughs) Not balloons, condoms. I mean, they look like balloons. We were getting ready to go to the Philippines or Thailand, and the senior military official said, "Men," he said, "I'd rather you go home and say you're sorry, than go home with a disease." <laughs> He's a leader. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was, you don't say that in the Marines. But that's what I thought. What? And so the corpsman, who's a Navy guy, same rank as I was, E4, he comes up. He knew I was a Christian. He had a box of condoms. Hey, this really happened. And I was on a ship. He goes, Bigelow, you have to pass out the condoms. Oh. Well, it's in the military, right? Got to do what you got to do. Oh, yeah. I said, get that away from me. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to knock it out of your hands or something like that. I said like that. No, he wasn't senior. He was the same rank as me. And he was in the Navy, no offense. He wasn't in (laughs) the But I don't care if it was the captain of the ship. Because, see, I'm a Christian. Now, if you use a condom, if you're married, have at it. Or you don't use a condom if you're married. The marriage bed, the Bible says. This is the Bible. I'm not a politician. The marriage bed said it's undefiled. So say, preacher, what can you do? You can do whatever you want. Say, preacher, but that's, that's, that's really the truth. People say that, well, what, what can you do? It said it's undefiled. The marriage bed, whatever you're, you and your spouse feel comfortable with, hey, that's between you and that's your private business. But he wasn't talking about the marriage bed. He was talking about fornication. And uh, he's going to say, Bigelow, you be part of it. Now you're going to have to hand these out to everyone that wants one. And I, I looked at him, and I'm like, mm-mm. And he thrust it at me. And so I, I got him with the shoulder. Boom! And I knocked the condoms all over the flight deck. And I just watched with this glee as he was stooping down. pick them up because I'm not doing it. So what are you doing? I'm going to do what God wants me to do. So did you get in trouble? I didn't get in trouble. But you know what? I feel good doing what God wanted me to do. Because you see the last thing in night vision, we walk by his word. We walk by his spirit. But you know that we also walk by the light of the saints. You've got to have an example, don't you? This, uh, this teacher was, you know, asking a, a little kindergartner a math question. It's so a little Johnny. I've got four bottles in one hand and five bottles in another hand. What do I have? And the little boy said, "A drinking problem."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, kids know a lot. <laughs> You know, when the first time I came to church, the men and women, they were in there. They were were lifting their hands up and worshiping God. Didn't didn't Jesus say that ye are a source of light to the world? Now, I know we're not supposed to go by peer pressure, but I'm talking about the saints of God. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. That's what Jesus said. Other people are going to navigate through what other christians do now if christians act wrong i understand that people one guy said well i'm not going to do that someone said i'm not going to do that why because they're following the light of the saint but jesus said you are a light source people do care they care what you buy at the store they care and they watch when someone knows that you're a christian they micromanage they they what kind of music is that are you listening to what what did you say at the job site i remember this one guy he goes what'd you say what'd you say and i said i said this it wasn't a curse word And he goes, oh, I thought you said this. And he probably said the word, right? And I said, if it's not in there, it can't slip out. You see, God took cursing out of my mouth. And I don't accidentally curse because it's not there. But you can listen. My daughter listens. My wife listens. Have I cursed at all that you know of? I mean, that I know of? I mean, mean, if you mispronounce a word, I've typed in autocorrect. I'm like, whoa, it's supposed to be... Like, shutter, S-H-U-T-T-E-R. And I might have fat fingered it, or, but it's like, no, that was not even what I typed in, okay? But...
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, your fat thumbs is what does it. But the Bible says that... <laughs> but it's not in there. It's not going to slip out. People say, excuse my French. That's not French. (laughs) And that's not even Creole, right? That's not French. I speak some French. That's not French. But Jesus said, let your light so shine. Why? People are walking in the dark. They need that Christian. Remember that my wife comes to the piano. Remember that guy that was, he was healed. And the Bible said he went to church. Walking and leaping. And what else? Praising God. And it said that everybody saw him. They saw him. They didn't know what was going on in the church house. But outside of the church house, they saw this excited person basically saying, Man, God's real. I wonder what they were saying. Man, God can do it for you. God can heal. God can bless. And he was jumping. He was excited about it. That the people weren't just kind of filing into church like this. But I'm thankful that God can use a Christian who's on fire. A Christian on fire with the love of God. The goodness of God. The freedom of God. The deliverance of what God does. And then the hope of God. Man, God's going to do something. God's going to answer my prayer in this altar call. God's going to bless me. The Bible said that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You see, these men came and they found Jesus. The star led them to where they needed to be. You know, we're all on a journey today. We're going places physically but spiritually. You know where we need to get? We need to get to Jesus. And when we get to Jesus, we need to be that light so that other people, so they can find their way to the King in the darkness. In the darkness of all the things that we face With heads bowed and eyes closed It's a dark place out there But when it's dark the light shines And let me tell you If you don't have any light source Say preacher but it's completely dark I've tried all of the world's Night vision devices So to speak I've tried the news and I've tried this Why don't you try some other light sources Try his word That said ask And ye shall receive I mean, ask and you shall receive. You see, that light source said, Everyone that asketh, receiveth. 100%. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. The Bible says, It won't return unto me void, but it's going to accomplish that work that I sent it out to do. God's word is a light source. And God's spirit, that little prick that you feel, Jesus said to Saul, he said, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. You know, God will prick our heart and open our eyes to direct our feet and direct our paths. And lastly, maybe this is you and maybe this is someone that you've seen. The light of the saints. You know, if they can do it, I can do it. Maybe God's laying on your heart. Man, I need to come to more than just Sunday. But if it's God, And you look, wow, other people do it even though gas is $500 a gallon. They still make it. You know why? Because they're showing you it's possible. You can do it too. You can read your Bible. You can pray. And brethren, you can have joy. And it's all wrapped up in God's light sources. Let's take advantage of them today. Let's find a place to pray. Let's walk in the lights. If you need some light in your life, if you need direction, You're going through something and say, I've got to make a decision about something. Have you used God's light sources? Have you used his word? Have you used his spirit? And have you looked at the saints? Have you observed the light? Father, I've preached your word. Lord, give us night vision. Lord, help us to walk in this darkened world by your word, by your spirit, God let us be a light someone's looking at your life your neighbor's looking at your life your family's looking at your life what you gonna do you're stressed out what you gonna do are you gonna pray are you gonna go to church anyway what are you gonna do when it comes to tithe or the electric bill well my family's watching I'm gonna be led by the spirit of God that's what I'm gonna do and do what God wants me to do Father Lord, if we walk in the light as you're in the light, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. Because that's what God will do to your life. That we can have fellowship one with another. God wants to walk with you and clean you and keep cleaning you and keep you clean. Father, God, thank you for your light source that we can be clean, that we can walk in the light of your word. We can walk by the steps of your word, the light of your word, led by your spirit and led by your examples, the light of the world, the saints of God.
1: Lord, have your way.